This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Hey, what's going on? We're back on the Raven Up podcast. Took a week off last week, had a really busy week, and just didn't get an episode recorded. But I also didn't really want to talk about that Ravens fourth quarter against the Miami Dolphins. So we're just going to act like that did not happen. The Ravens got a big win up in New England, their first ever regular season victory up in Foxborough. We're going to recap that win against the Patriots, talk about how the Ravens threw three games, talk about how good Lamar Jackson is playing. We'll have some injury updates for you. And last but not least, we will preview the big-time matchup, potential AFC showdown, playoff showdown, Ravens versus Bills, Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson on Sunday. Uh, again, we're at the Raven Up podcast on Twitter. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast if you have enjoyed it or go ahead and tell a friend about the podcast. Let's get right into it. So nice win for the Ravens on Sunday up in New England. Won't spend a ton of time talking about the Ravens game. Uh, I want to look more ahead to what's to come. But um, real quick, Lamar Jackson played really well. 18 to 29, 218 yards, threw for four touchdowns, did have one interception. Uh, good for 110 passer rating. He also carried the ball 11 times for 107 yards, one touchdown to put the game away. Um, the running game did show a little bit of signs of life. Justice Hill had a nice uh, day with six carries, 60 yards. J.K. Dobbins did make his return. Didn't play a ton, had seven carries, 23 yards. Looked all right, first game back, and I would expect to see him get more and more comfortable as the season goes on. A vintage day from Mark Andrews, had eight catches for 89 yards and two touchdowns, really went up and got a ball in the back of the end zone, Um, had 13 targets, so Lamar was looking his way. And then other than that, it's a pretty quiet day from the rest of the group. Rashad Bateman had two for 59. Devin Duvernay did add a really nice touchdown catch, a really nice toe tap in the back of the end zone, had two catches for 25 yards and that touchdown. Josh Oliver added a one-yard touchdown. Other than that, um, pretty quiet day offensively, at least uh, besides what Mark Andrews gave you. On the defensive side of the ball, Josh Bynes had 10 tackles, kind of came out of nowhere, didn't play a ton the first two weeks of the season. Uh, And then it was really for the defense, uh, it was all about the turnovers. So they had, what, three interceptions, Marcus Peters, Josh Bynes had one, and Marlon Humphrey had one. And then they also, uh, Kyle Hamilton had a really nice forced fumble that Marcus Peters recovered on the sideline. Overall, the defense, they're giving up too many yards, but thankfully those turnovers really saved them. I think they gave up like 450 yards, which is um, a bit too much to Mac Jones and company. Um, but overall, we saw some nice things from the Ravens on Sunday. Again, the Mar Jackson and Mark Andrews are just doing what they do. I have both those guys on my fantasy team. I actually have both of those guys on two different fantasy teams, and they have absolutely carried me these first three weeks of the season. Couldn't be more happy about that. Again, the running game, they did show a little bit more juice than we saw the first two weeks. It was nice to see Justice Hill get a little bit more of an opportunity than we'd seen. And again, just amazing to see J.K. Dobbins back on the field. I do think as the season goes on, he will get more and more comfortable uh, he'll continue to get healthier. We might start to see some of that explosiveness back. It's going to take time. I understand that. But just really glad that guy's back on the field and could potentially bring an added element. 
Daniel Falele uh, did step up once Patrick McCarry went down with an injury. Um, Ravens just have terrible luck at cornerback and offensive tackle. Obviously, no Ronnie Stanley yet. Jawan James gets hurt week one. Pat McCarry moves over to the left side and fills in pretty well and then gets hurt. with an I think it was an ankle. Uh, Falele really came in, hadn't played left tackle since high school, I believe. He's more of a right tackle, played right tackle all in college. Got off to a bit of a rough start in the first half, gave up, I think it was two sacks, but then really in the entire second half played really well, seemed like he got more comfortable, and looks like we're going to see him at left tackle on Sunday, unless Stanley can make a comeback. We'll get into this a little bit more, but he's going to have his hands full against Von Miller and those boys in the Buffalo defensive line, but thought Falele was really a bright spot in that second half. Uh, defensively, again, they gave up a ton of yards, but hey, they did force some turnovers when they needed to get off the field, especially in that fourth quarter. That uh, fumble, uh, forced fumble from Kyle Hamilton was huge. The Ravens gave up a uh, pass play, and then Hamilton chased down. I think that was Nelson Aguilar from behind, causes the forced fumble. And then I tweeted this out there, but just incredible job from Marcus Peters. That ball was. Uh, flying, you know, it's going out of bounds. Peter gets Peters gets off his block, falls on that ball, scoops it up, and uh, cleans up the fumble all in bounds. It was just a crazy play. I mean, you see that ball go flying out of bounds nine times out of ten. Marcus Peters is just a ball hawk, and that was just a huge play. It was a one one possession game at that point, and then Lamar would go on to put it away um, with his rushing touchdown. But need the defense to clean it up a little bit. I think. I have confidence in them. We did see really good games from Marcus Peters, as I already mentioned. Uh, Marlon Humphrey had a nice interception in the back of the end zone. Uh, Marcus Williams did his thing as well. So nice to see Marlon, Marcus, and uh, Marcus, I guess, both Marcuses, play really well. A lot of money invested in those guys. need them to play well. Nice to see Travis Jones make his debut. He had suffered an injury early in the preseason. Nice to see him back, had an impact. Uh, Justin Matabike had another sack. It was nice to see that. Same with Patrick Queen. Still waiting for Odafe to get going in terms of uh, us getting on the board with a sack, but he's still impacting the game. I think he had five tackles and was pretty active. Um, so overall, it was a solid, solid win. Going on the road against a playoff team from last year, the Ravens did what they have to do. It's great to see. Moving on, Lamar Jackson. He's in early season MVP form. Just love to see it. I had to talk about this just for a minute here. Overall, through three games, Lamar is leading the league with 10 touchdown passes against two interceptions. He's completing 63% of his passes for 749 yards. He's also added 243 yards in just three games, uh, averaging 9.3 yards a carry and two more touchdowns. So, He's accounted for 12 touchdowns against two interceptions so far through just three games. So that's, uh, what, four touchdowns a game. That's pretty good. I just love being able to see Lamar do his thing and ball out after he got off to a hot start last year, and then he kind of play started to slip, and then he got hurt. So it's just been a while since we've seen Lamar do Lamar things on the field, and you just got to enjoy it every moment you get. I know I have been absolutely enjoying it. Um yeah, guys a beast. In terms of like our offense right now, the offense is Lamar Jackson. I think I saw Dan Orlovsky tweet this out, but he's accounted for like 85% of our total yards just because having 
hasn't been much on the ground from J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill, Kenyon Drake, Mike Davis. All of our rushing yards are from Lamar, basically. So he literally is our entire offense, um, and he's he's carrying right now. Love to see it. Wanted to get to some quick injury updates. Um, Ronnie Stanley, I'm recording this Wednesday night. He did practice in full uh, today as of Wednesday. So he hadn't, I believe, practiced, had a full practice since he's been back. Nice to see that. I don't quite think he'll be ready on Sunday. Could be wrong, but we saw J.K. Dobbins practice in full all week, and then it still took him a second week to get out there on the field. I'd have to think they're going to take it slow as they have this whole time with Stanley. So to me, it looks like we're going to see Filele out there on Sunday. And yeah, he is going to have his hands full against Von Miller and some of those guys uh, on the Denver or uh, Buffalo defensive line. I think Dobbins will be, again, good to go. He was, I think, limited in practice today, but um, should be pretty minor there. Um, Yeah, excited for the game on Sunday. Let's get into our breakdown. Man, I am super excited to see Josh Allen and the Bills come to town to face the Ravens. The Ravens have played them twice in the past few years. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen have faced off twice. The first game was 2019 regular season up in Buffalo. I actually had the privilege of being there that week uh, with my dad. Went up to Buffalo, had an amazing time. Ravens won a pretty good game. And then the following year, 2020 playoffs, uh, Ravens went up to Buffalo and lost a tough game in some crazy conditions. So this will be the first time Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen have faced off in Baltimore. Um, It's going to be a good crowd, obviously. Big-time matchup, potential playoff teams, potential playoff matchup, I guess you could say, uh, in the AFC. So I wanted to break down a couple areas, a couple things I'll be watching on Sunday. Interesting that Buffalo, they're coming off a loss. Uh, After two games, everyone was ready to crown the Bills Super Bowl champions. Now, don't get me wrong. They're still a Super Bowl contending team, but they looked a little bit more human against the uh, Dolphins last week. And it's just super interesting how football works, right? So we didn't have a podcast last week, but of course the Ravens lost to the Dolphins. You know, they played really well for three quarters. We're up 35-14, and then Marlon Humphrey goes out because he's banged up. Marcus Peters is on a pitch count, so he's not out there every snap. And there's just some miscommunications on the back end. Kyle Hamilton busts a couple coverages, and then next thing you know, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are sprinting down the field, and the Ravens lose the game. Obviously, things could have gone much differently. The Ravens could have easily won that game. Well, the NFL, man, any <laughs> any team could beat any team any week. So the very next week, the Ravens go out, go up to New England, as we just discussed, played pretty well, beat the Patriots. And then what did the uh, Dolphins do? They go out and they uh, they beat the Bills. It was actually down in Miami. It was really hot. It's like 100 degrees. And it was a tight game, but just funny how it all works. So the Ravens played really well for three quarters against Miami, who just beat Buffalo. So if you look at it like that, like, oh, this should be a pretty good game. In the end, as I think we all know, it should definitely be a good game. I think it's going to be pretty close. Uh, What am I going to be watching out for? Uh, So let's start with that Buffalo pass rush, Mon Miller against the Ravens offensive line. As I mentioned, we're probably going to see Daniel Falele at left tackle on Sunday. He... Really played well in the second half. I don't know if he'll be able to hold up for four quarters like that against Vaughn Miller and uh, Greg Rosso, but I think it's possible. I think with Greg Roman giving him some tight end and running back help on the edge, 
he should be able to hold his own. I'm sure Vaughn might get his, uh, but that's what I'm going to be watching for. Also, can the run game continue to show a little bit more improvement each week? I think through three weeks, they've improved. Obviously, last week, getting J.K. Dobbins back to help, uh, that helped. And then giving Justice Hill a little bit more of an opportunity was great as well. I want to see them continue to improve to take a little bit off of the Mars plate and take uh, just some more off his shoulders. Because as I mentioned, he's accounting for such a large portion of our offense. If you can help him out a little bit and that, that that's only going to make him better. That's what it comes down to. If you don't need him to do as much when he does call his own number, he's only going to be better. So I'll be looking for that on Sunday. One more note real quick on the Bills pass rush. According to ESPN's uh, pass rush win rankings, the Bills as a team rank fifth in the entire NFL in terms of team pass rush win rate. So the Ravens are going to be up against it. Uh, in terms of pass block, so how well you block pass block, the Ravens actually rank number six. So both of these units are ranked pretty high. Uh, it would be interesting to see them facing off uh, on Sunday. Also, uh, something to note here, Buffalo is pretty one-dimensional. They actually ran the ball a little bit last week. I think they had like 120 rushing yards, so not bad, but they are super one-dimensional. Josh Allen threw the ball like 60-some times, uh, and they don't they don't care. They just want to pass, pass, pass their way down the field. Again, he had over 60 attempts uh, last week. Had like, I think he had like 47 completions almost. So that's what they do, obviously, when you have Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, Isaiah McKenzie, Devin Singletary coming out of the backfield. They have some weapons, so it's going to be really interesting because the Ravens have the 32nd ranked pass defense in the NFL right now, had the worst pass defense in the NFL last year, and these guys are going to have to go out there and battle on Sunday. Now, a lot of the time last year, did not have Marlon Humphrey out there, did not have Marcus Peters, so... Hey, we have a lot of money invested in our secondary. These guys have to go out there and perform. Going to need Marlon, Marcus, Marcus Williams in the back end, uh, Chuck Clark, Kyle Hamilton. Going to need these guys to go out there. They're all high uh, pedigree players, and they're going to have to go out there and do what they can do to slow down those Bills' weapons. So I think you're going to see a lot of Marlon and Marcus. Uh, Peters, obviously, seemed like they were kind of mixing in Brandon Stevens and Pepe Williams. Uh, last week, Jalen Armour Davis didn't play a ton after giving up a couple early catches. So I think it's going to be a lot of mixing and max- mixing and matching in the secondary. But those guys are going to have their hands full. Josh Allen can extend the play and find the open receiver. So uh, we're going to be watching that on Sunday. The Bills offensive line, they have had some issues. Josh Allen was sacked four times last week. Again, you drop back 60 times, that's what's going to happen. But he was pressured on 20 of uh, those dropbacks, so got pressure on about a third of the time. So Ravens, it's kind of a skeleton crew, but Odafe away, Brandon Copeland, maybe we see Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, Whoever is going to be rushing the passer is going to have some opportunities based off the status of the Bills' O-line. And then also just kind of looking to see can Justin Matabike continue to carry his strong start 
uh, into another week. You know, he's got two sacks in three games. He's looked pretty well in two of those three games. Can he, you know, continue to keep his consistent play up? Uh, Same with Travis Jones, who's probably going to need to step up with Michael Pierce being out with an injury. Uh, Calais Campbell has looked good. They've asked him to play a lot of snaps, but he's been up for the task. Justin Houston is probably going to be out with a groin injury. So, um, yeah. We're going to see if the Ravens can get pressure on Josh Allen. And I think we're going to see really throughout the whole season when the Ravens are able to get home with their pass rush, when they were able to create interior pressure, it's going to go a long ways to helping their defense get off the field. So I'll be watching for that on Sunday. Let me give my here official score prediction, and then we're going to get out of here. If I had to guess, to me, this game's a toss-up. It's like a 50-50 game. In my opinion, the Ravens are going to get better and better and better as this season goes on. I think the Ravens are going to be a better team in December and January than they are now. If this game's going to be played then, maybe I take the Ravens, but I just think the Bills are probably a better team right now. When you have questions like the Ravens do at left tackle and edge rusher, outside linebacker, it's tough to win games against good teams like the Bills. So I'm going to go 31-28 as much as I want to pick the Ravens. Again, I just think there's a couple areas where there is room for improvement, especially if they're running game, which is not quite up to where they want it. But again, if this game's played in January in the playoffs, probably looking at a different game. But that's where I see it for now. So that's going to do it for our episode this week. I wanted to keep it quick and give you guys all the information you needed. Thanks so much for listening and looking forward to catching up next week.